Hello, welcome to another episode of the Photographers Keeping It Real podcast. On today's episode, I welcome the very talented Ian Weldon. Ian's not a wedding photographer. However, he is a photographer who photographs weddings, albeit not in a typical way. The big letters that will greet you as soon as you go to Ian's website and gives you a good idea of how he approaches himself. And if you haven't heard of Ian, you'll probably have seen his work. He exhibited at the Martin Power Foundation with his wedding work and wrote an accompanying book. Very well known for his real gritty documentary wedding photography work, as well as a lot of personal projects. Ian's working on an exciting new project. So March 28th, 2024, coming to the centre of Newcastle, the wonderful Tyneside Cinema, is the Northern Exposure Conference, a wedding photography conference focusing on photography, inspiration to go out and be yourself. Ian's brought together an amazing lineup of people who share a similar vision um, and are doing things their own way. The likes of York Place Studios, the Richters, Chelsea Canard, Kate Hampson, and Nigel John, and even me. So uh, yeah, if you want to come and hear all those people speak, yeah, hang out with some other probably photographers from everywhere, but a lot of northern photographers as well, and and start building a bit of a network of like-minded people. Um, yeah, it should be a really fantastic day. The day before as well, so March 27th, there's going to be some free photo walks, people who are on the conference, and probably some drinks the night after and stuff like that. So yeah, hopefully it's going to, it's going to be an amazing um, couple of days, come up to the north, hang out with everyone, and yeah, it should be a lot of fun. The early bird tickets are on sale now uh, for 195 so uh, you've got until the 30th of January to go and grab them. Um, all the links are below, so go and check out the website, check out the Instagram, give it a follow, and yeah, let's uh, get on with the show. Cool. So, hey, Ian, welcome to the podcast, mate. Uh, hello. Uh, thank you for having me here. Oh, it's an absolute oh, pleasure. Here? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> here, online, virtually, whatever. So, let, look, let's jump straight in. I do want to talk a bit about you as well at some point, but let's jump straight in. Northern okay. Exposure, bringing the conference to the north of England in March, so yes. a couple of months away. Tell me a bit about, like, obviously, there's a lot of conferences, not so much in the north, but do you want to talk a bit yeah. about why you're sort of creating this new conference, basically? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have spent uh, a lot of years speaking at conferences um, and I always felt as though I was like, you know, like the odd man out, the add on that was an alternative to what uh, traditional wedding photography was. Or not necessarily traditional wedding photography, more uh, an alternative to what was on trend at the moment and at the time and uh, this alternative viewpoint. And do you know what, man? Like, I think it's about time that we bring individuality and personality and uh, artistry to the forefront of uh, wedding photography. And I think what I'm trying to do with Northern Exposure is to sort of help to redefine what wedding photography can be, because it isn't just um, presets and cameras and megapixels and dark and moody or bright and airy or whatever the industry says it is. There, there are a lot of very talented photographers out there who aren't really getting seen, aren't getting recognition, aren't, I don't know, and don't feel as though what they're doing is worthy within the wedding photography space. And I totally understand that. Because even after 20 years of me doing what I do, I still in some way feel pressure from the industry because it's, it's kind of, it's seemingly omnipresent and, overbearing and it's like this is how you have to do things and when things change or styles change everybody kind of follows that and you you feel you need to do that to keep up uh or to stay relevant uh and 
over my time of shooting weddings, I've realized that you don't have to keep up with that. You can do your own thing and you can be a photographer, an artist and work in your own way within that genre uh, because it's an incredibly interesting genre to work in. Yeah, I think uh, it's a really good point. So yeah, the I think the funny thing is, and maybe even more so now with like social media and with like, you know, magazines, whatever it is we're looking at, there's just so much content out there that, yeah, once, you know, you sort of see a trend start coming in or you see, I don't know, some certain voices in the industry say, and now like, oh, this is now what you do, or this is how we do things, or this is what your wedding yep. should look like in 2024, 25, whatever. It, it then sort of starts getting echoed a lot of places. And before you know it, you're kind of like questioning, like, oh, am I the only person not doing this now? Or like, what, you know, what's going on? And yeah. you're right, there's so many people out there who have actually just been like, like yourself, I guess, where it's like, well, yeah, like weddings are really interesting. And, you know, all these family dynamics and you've got these, you know, funny situations. And I want to shoot that in my own way. I, you know, I, I want to approach that in my own style. And, you know, that's okay. And there's people out there who are going to want that. Um, yes. And yeah, sometimes it's just kind of sticking to that and showing it, I guess, isn't it? And highlighting it, which there isn't really much of, like you say. So it's going to be interesting to bring that together almost in a kind of, you know, conference setup. I Indeed. Guess. Indeed. Yeah. And I think that uh, Northern Exposure um, as a thing itself, there's there's nothing up here in the North East. And I know that if anybody wants to go to a conference, it's either... I mean, there's some kicking around. Nine Dots have been coming up and doing stuff around Manchester and Leeds and things like that. Um, but really, if if you want to go to a conference, then it's you have to go travel to London or you travel into Europe. And it becomes expensive. Um, even just going to London for a one-day conference, you, got, you like travel and accommodation, it's an extra £500 on top of what it is you were doing. And um, I really think that... There's a lot of talent in the Northeast as well, man. Um, and it's not just the Northeast, it's Scotland as well. And everything seems to be London-centric and always has been. I think that's just the nature of things. But what I really wanted to do was set up something up here to highlight um, Northern photographers and Northern talent and also be able to bring in um, much bigger names from the industry, uh, especially people like the Richters, Monica and Paul, um, who are just their own beast and they do their own thing and are incredibly creative. And it's nice to bring that here rather than people having to go wherever to access that and to listen to what these uh, photographers and artists have to say. You've got like York Place Studios, obviously, a well, you know, northern based, very well yep, known absolutely. around the world, essentially, when it comes to weddings. Like, say, the Richters, Chelsea yep. Canard, who's obviously, um, you know, been. been I don't want to use the word up and coming, it probably sounds wrong, but like, yeah, it's, you know, it's been massive the last couple of years and, you know, it's obviously yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And then um, Kate Hampson. Um, yes. So, yeah, like, <clears throat> I just think, yeah, bringing these people to the north is amazing. Like you say, the travel thing is always an issue because, like I say, you might see a lineup, like, I really want to hear from those people, but yeah, either it's a cost thing, it's a time thing, it's everything, isn't it? Whereas having yeah. these things split up a little bit where it's like you don't have to go yeah to somewhere abroad or down to london there's going to be something in the north and that whole even just that conference and community spirit type stuff it's just getting together regardless of who the speakers are even but hearing from them yeah. yes but you know everyone who's going to go there'll be a lot of people probably who are based in the north which yeah. you know you'll then get to meet new people i guess and you know and, and find more people who are into similar styles than you or just kind of get that i don't know what you're after kind of thing and making those new friendships and connections lead to 
you know infinite possibilities down the line i guess which is one of the reasons i yeah. go to conferences you know in the first place is a lot of it is about yeah making those you know connections i guess and meeting people like-minded people or whatever and um yeah yeah you know, yeah it's, it's kind of funny that um obviously uh, dom and liam york place studios who are from the north uh, i think liam actually lives in gateshead and if anybody from the north wants to see them then they have to travel to like wherever to it uh, it's kind of bizarre so i mean there's a lot around just bringing something to the north as well but i wanted to do it in a way that it's kind of the individuality and the personality and the the thing i was talking about earlier about these photographers who were working in the wedding photography industry to have that do you know to have that at the forefront uh, rather than it be a bit of a sideline and oh look this person's doing something different to all of the other presenters that we we've already had on and kind of spin that, tip that on its head a little bit and have, okay, there are more traditional-ish, I suppose, wedding photographers, but still doing their own thing and still have something. So yeah, like Chelsea, like yourself, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, man. Like, it's a movement, really. I want to create, try and help change a mindset. And as I said earlier, you know, it's about, like, what is wedding photography? Like, what what can wedding photography be? And it can be whatever we want it to be. And... I understood a long time ago that um, I wasn't breaking any rules because really there are no rules. And that's what I want to help people to understand that be free, to, to be free to be you and uh, be inspired to do your thing. And I also understand that a lot of wedding photographers have, you're pleasing your client first off, you know, but the response that I get from my pictures, because really what I'm doing first and foremost is pleasing myself with the photographs that I make and expressing myself with photographs. I get, I do more of that now because, but that's the way I work now because I I get a better response from that than what was expected as the wedding photograph or what people think the wedding photograph should be or how a wedding should be shot. Yeah, it's interesting because like I say, we, we're kind of setting the rules almost as photographers, as you know, people who run the industry say whatever, I don't know, magazine editors or online blogs or whatever it is, like they're they're kind of setting the tone of what traditional photography is almost now, aren't they? Because, I mean, we yes. all have got that in our minds, I guess, of maybe our parents or, original you know, classic wedding photography we saw back in the day, but it's been a long time since that's not even necessarily been the norm. And, you know, nowadays it just really is down to those other, you know, say individuals or whoever it is, it seems to be setting that tone a little bit on whether it's like on TikTok or whatever it is, you know, what couples are seeing, yeah. oh, I need to do that or this is what I need for my photography. Like, you know, there can be a lot of, of us sort of saying, actually, you know what, you don't need to have that. You can, you know, what would you want from your photography? What do you want from your photos to look back on? And they'll, you know, yeah. then there will be a photographer out there who, who, you know, shares that same thought, I guess. And, Right. Interesting. And like, I suppose a lot of people, because I mean, you've had a lot of negativity from your work as well down the line, right? From, I don't know, other wedding photographers, even, I guess. And people are like, well, this is wedding photography. Uh, but you're like, well, yeah, the industry, the industry itself. And people have, I don't know, this preconceived idea of what it should be. And when they see something that isn't that, then kind of deem it as, as wrong or like you shouldn't be doing that. It's like, well, why not? And that pressure comes from, I think, a lot of people who don't really know what they're talking about. Because when people, it's it's the same argument as kind of uh, Windows or Mac or Canon or Nikon or like all of that kind of stuff. People choose a side and then they defend that side regardless of 
the cost or their real understanding of of what's going on. So there's a lot of that involved. And as you said, man, like it's the blogs that are putting out the same kind of style, uh, the industry that's putting it out, that's also informing um, the client. That's also in, informing the public on what they think they should want. And I'm under no illusion that a lot of people want that. Um, and there are a lot of photographers who can do that very, very well. And, you know, it's, for me, it's a different thing. Like what the industry expects is, and what the client expects because of the industry is to me just pretty pictures. And I think that photographs or real photography doesn't have anything to do with that. And it has nothing to do with styles and presets or cameras or megapixels. And um, there's no formula for a photograph with feeling. And what we have to do is understand within ourselves what a good photograph is because nobody else can tell you what a good photograph is. If you like it, then that's a good photograph. It's the industry, photography, wedding, like everything. They tend to overcomplicate the process so then they can sell you the answers, if that makes sense. Oh, that's how I feel about it anyway. Yeah, no, it does make sense. I mean, it, it's interesting because like you say, you look at like when you hear from people as well, It's it, it kind of inspires you in a way because you can see like, sometimes i think especially if you're starting out maybe or or whatever and you're bombarded by this type of style it's kind of sometimes hard to be like well i don't want to do that but i feel like i have to maybe because that's you know what i know that yeah that's what couples want or that's what the industry wants yeah. and i'm never going to yeah. be able to yeah. make it if i do something completely different or do what yeah what, what yeah. feels right to me and then ultimately hopefully to my couples but you know obviously there's you know, it might be harder to reach the right couples. There's other, you know, sides around that to, to work on. But, um, but yeah, in terms of like, say, creating work that you think is good and that you get some sort of emotional connection with, you know, really works, you know, can work really well. And it's great to hear from people who are like, well, yeah, this is what yeah. we do. And this is why we create this work. And yeah. it resonates with the right people. And we get, you know, we shoot their weddings then because of that. And that's it really, you know, we don't have to, resort to doing stuff we don't necessarily want to do particularly and we don't have to just do what everyone else is doing because you know even though we don't mm -hmm. resonate with that like it's it's do it's possible um, yeah yeah it's um yeah it's a funny thing man it, but people are also trying to run a business and keep a roof over their head and food on the table and i don't know if i'd been a traditional wedding photographer I would have been way more financially successful, I think, but I would have in no way had the experiences that I've had, uh, had the fun that I've had, been to the places that I've been over the last 15 to 20 years and just experienced those things. It's like all of the travel, all of the people, like all of the culture. And that was through me just doing, doing it the way that I thought it should be done rather than the way that it's expected to be done. And I mean, what do we, what is success? If I can keep a roof over my head and food on the table and have a whole load of fun along the way, um, then, yeah, that's kind of success to me. Yeah, well, yeah, I agree. I mean, that, that's the thing, I suppose, isn't it, with that balance of like, yeah, if, you know, if someone comes to you and says, hey, Ian, I, you know, I just want to be, I want to be a wedding photographer and I want to, you know, make six figures and all this. And it's like, well, yeah, yeah. maybe the way is just to, you know, go with the trends and all this sort of stuff and, and do it that way, yeah. perhaps. But yeah. But yeah, if, I suppose if people are coming to you like, I'm a photographer and this is what I love and I don't know about weddings, like, well, you know, don't write off weddings necessarily 
you know, it can be good, but if what you really want is to create art or photography, or whatever, in a certain way, then, you know, there's room for that as well. But, but yeah, um, it's kind of, yeah, it's, I think that um, wedding photographers, they can do both. I've seen with a few wedding photographers that I've spoke to um, over the years, some that I've helped out with their, like, not necessarily portfolio reviews, but giving them kind of feedback on the work. And they started to, in the downtimes at weddings, make work for themselves, you know, doing what the client expects, what they've been hired for, and then going to make work for themselves. And in doing that and going to make work for themselves, that's helped to inform the work that the client expects as well. And it becomes a thing where what you're doing is mostly you're doing it for yourself and you're making pictures that you like. Uh, and in time, weddings can become much more fruitful and far more fun and unstaged and unplanned. And we can just apply ourselves to the situation. Um, yeah, man, that's, is that not the way you want to do it? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Some people, some people don't care and that's totally fine. Yeah, I suppose that, again, just, yeah, it completely depends on your, I don't know, your personality, what you're looking for in life, in business, in whatever, I guess. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I suppose a lot of people are shooting weddings set and, you know, over time they kind of start to change to a little bit more. And it's a little bit like what I'm going to talk about at the conference actually. And, yeah, you know, seeing that kind of like, well, you know, you came into the industry from whatever way you came in and maybe you were, you were tarnished by the industry a little bit, or you've, like you say, you've, you're looking at all this other who's out there and what they're producing and you're kind of not copying, but you know, you're getting heavily influenced by that traditional, this is what's, you know, the go-to wedding photography at the time. Yeah. And then over time you're doing it, you're actually starting to not resent yourself necessarily, but very much like realize that actually I want to do things a little bit differently. And and like I say that can then just be, it takes a bit of time because obviously, you know, you can't necessarily book couples in and then just suddenly start doing something completely different. So, but like you say, no. you get a bit of time in weddings or there's, it, there's times when you can do stuff that your couple expect and like you say, stuff that you want to do. And then I suppose, yeah, over time you're showing that more, it then changes and then you start getting couples who want that stuff and so on. So it is, yeah, it's just like one of those kind of self-fulfilling things, I guess, isn't it? But yeah, yeah. again, if you just want to create work that you love and I think it's a hard job to do this, for you know many years if you're maybe your heart's not in it in the same way i don't know just if it was purely a money thing i don't think i'd be a wedding photographer to be honest but um yeah yeah but you know but some people are totally happy doing that and kind of serving the wider demographic the more popular aspects of society but hey yeah there are no rules we can do what we want yeah cool and so i'm hoping that uh, northern exposure um, the people who come to Northern Exposure will really be able to take that. That's what I really want the takeaway to be for most people. It's kind of like, okay, now I have permission to do my own thing. You know, it doesn't have to be done like that. It doesn't have to be done like this. Or I can incorporate some of myself into the work that I'm doing and start thinking like a photographer rather than just a business owner. And a lot of it's paid by numbers. And there are photographers who are really good at being able to do that, keep on trend and keep up with the industry. And that's just exhausting to me. You know, it's just like, it all, it changes so quickly and things like it has to be done like this, then it has to be done like that. And then something comes along and then it becomes popular and everyone goes, Oh, you can't do that. Like, and then something else becomes popular and then it becomes really popular. And it's like, becomes the cliche. And it's just like, you just, for me, it was running around in circles. It's not like I didn't do that at the start. 
But I just felt like I was chasing my tail and never really understanding who it is that I was and what it is that I wanted to do uh, until I started to shoot for myself. Makes a lot of sense. So March 28th, so 2024, obviously it's a couple of months time. um, And it's at Tyneside Cinema in Newcastle, so pretty much central Newcastle in the north of England, which is, um, yeah, it's very exciting. And then, so it's going to be... So there's going to be a couple of photo walks a day before, is that right? Maybe a few drinks and stuff afterwards as well. So there'll be a bit of a thing around the day as well, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely, man. So on the 27th, uh, anybody who's arriving early, anybody who's from up here anywhere, uh, myself and Chris Parkinson will be um, hosting some photo walks around Newcastle. Um, so people can get to see the city from the street, maybe have a couple of beers along the way. And as I say, it's another pub crawl. Okay. Pub, pub crawl with cameras. <laughs> Pub crawl. No, it's not a pub crawl with yeah. cameras. Uh, but I think it's just a nice way to get people um, together uh, beforehand. And again, this event is as much as about networking with other photographers. And do you know, the pre- the presenters that we have and everybody who's coming over, they are no different really to the people who are attending. You know, like I want this to be a good like networking event and people can talk to people and there's going to be space and time for people to talk to me or uh, Monica and Paul or Dom and Liam or yourself or Chelsea or Kate. I'm not going to mention who the other couple are yet. Yeah, that's what uh, I'll say. I've got a li- like my vague list here, but I put question marks because like, I don't know what you've announced, what you haven't. But yeah, anyway, any any of the speakers, <laughs> I guess. Uh, any of them, yeah. yeah, man. Just have it as, it's, it's like a social thing, you know? And it's like, yeah, so the photo walks uh, the day before um, and then we'll have... We'll probably have some drinks uh, the night before as well. Uh, quiet thing, more more than likely. Uh, pre-registration stuff like that. Uh, people can come have a chat for anybody arriving early. And I say, as I say, anybody who's there. And then on the actual day on the twenty eighth, Thursday the twenty eighth, uh, we have a full day of presentations at the Tyneside Cinema. Uh, well. It's a mix of presentations. We're also going to do um, a sit-down interview, like a live podcast. But not a podcast, just like, so we can talk to, it's actually Kate, Kate Hampson, um, that we're going to sit down and talk about her life in photography and how her life experience uh, informs the work that she makes, uh, what brought her to weddings after years of photojournalism and paparazzi and music photography. And yeah, to kind of dig a little deeper than just having a presentation. And we're going to have a little bit of a a get-together on the evening, too, after it's all done. Um, Have some drinks, do some dancing, get a little bit silly, um, all the good stuff. And hopefully the people who actually come to Northern Exposure will go away with... I know I keep saying it, but it's that permission to be you, that permission to do your own thing, uh, that permission to make work for yourself. Uh, And I think that the presentations themselves and the conversations that we'll have on the day are all geared towards a photographer's why. It's like, why do you shoot like this? Why do you approach it like this? And personally, I learned more about photography by understanding the why of the photographer and their philosophy and their understanding of what they do than I ever did by looking at the pictures. It gets to the point where it's like, well, the pictures are just the kind of, that's just the stuff that comes out the other end. Once we discover our why and it's a process that's important, then it becomes something else. It becomes something more than just making pictures. It becomes more expressive as a photography becomes more expressive as a medium. And then we can start to see ourselves in the pictures. And yeah, I mean, the things that I'm drawn to are completely different to the things that you're drawn to. So 
why would we make the same picture in over and over again in this in the same situation? It's it's kind of bizarre that um, photographers do that, but this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to. It's more of a movement of ideas and have an idea, be a producer of ideas, not a consumer of ideas. Yeah, hundred percent. It's um, yeah, it's gonna be really interesting. And like I think I said mentioned earlier, but we. Like say the big one of the biggest things to me in photography in general has just been like making those friends and when I've been to things like other conferences or workshops or whatever or even just online but you know meeting other people and hearing from their side of things and just you know just that's inspiring enough and you yeah. know hopefully a lot of people I guess who come will be from the north or will will travel up but will you know you'll be able to make friends probably here that hopefully will like say when you leave will then continue being friends and people that you might go on you know do other things with and you know, just having that little network is, um, you know, has yeah. been really beneficial for me. Like, you know, not just from a business point of view, but like I say from just from inspiration or just from just from having people to chat to sometimes, which, you know, in wedding photography is kind of can be quite lonely, can't it? So I think that's a huge part yes, of any of these conferences. So I know you've kind of worked it. So even though there's an amazing lineup and there's lots of speakers, there's time to kind of be able to hang out with people and chat to people and, and, and yeah. sort of get to know each other a little bit. So. Yeah, of course. But that's, um, I have spoken to some uh, photographers recently who've been to conferences and said that it gets to a point in the day where they can't really, they can't take any more information in because it's just presentation, 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 nonstop this, nonstop like, and then 20 minutes here, 20 minutes, next 20 minutes, next 20 minutes. And it's like, ah, like what's going on? So, what I want, and I've seen that, I've been to photography conferences, I've spoken to photography conferences that that have done that. And it's like, how can you even take in all of this information? So I have purposely um, left space between um, presentations and talks. Um, so people can discuss that. People can ask questions. People can talk to the, the presenter. And, do you know, like, kind of make it, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. I want to make it, it, it is going to be more of a, I don't know, like a social, you know, uh, with people presenting ideas and leaving space for people to explore those ideas and talk about those ideas. Because I think that's where we really find we start to understand it ourselves, um, the, the the information that's coming out. If we can talk through that with other people and discuss that, then it kind of sits. We can understand it more, I think. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like, yeah. I'm I'm excited for that aspect of it because I think you're right. Like I've been to, like say, a lot of conferences before, and as great as they are sometimes, and you you know you do make friends and stuff. But yeah, a lot of times it's the before and after stuff, and like say in between talks that sometimes produces the best sort of stuff for me. Really going away from it, and like a lot of the talks yeah. are great, but you know you take away little snippets. But like I say, especially when there's a lot of talks, it's hard to to remember everything anyway. You're just kind of getting inspired a bit, and then which is great, and then and then going yeah. off, but. Yeah, a lot of that. And then you go off and then you go back to doing what you were always doing in the first place. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. The inspiration dwindles in time, kind of thing. But that's, yeah, that's how I feel about it, too. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's a big part of it. So I I am really, really excited. Um, What made you like, if talk a bit about the logistics almost then? So, like, you obviously decided that I think, you know, it'd be great to have something in the north that's bringing a little bit of a conference, you know, to the north. What? Yes. What's your then steps? You are you reaching out to people to speak and think if I can get a few of these, you know, certain people that I want to speak, then we'll go ahead with it type thing. You know, what what was the process? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I've been kind of knocking this idea around for a couple of years now, and 
I don't know. Now seems the right time to do it. And I have built up a lot of connections within the wedding photography industry. It's kind of nice that when I've presented this idea to like the Richters and York Place Studios and people who I see have a real understanding of photography who are working within the the photography in the, the wedding photography industry kind of reach out to them present the idea to them and i've had nothing but good feedback from everybody who i've asked to come on board and really get this thing started and it's it's not just a me thing either it is um everybody who's presenting especially this first one is on board as somebody who really wants to drive this thing as people who want to create this different movement and this different kind of wedding photography conference. And really it's, it's not about the business of photography. It's not, it's not about the business of wedding photography. It's not about sales. It's not about kind of album layouts or anything like that. It's about photography. And I think that's one thing that really gets missed with these conferences because they're all talking about inspiration and styles and presets and loving your clients and how to automate your workflows and nobody's really talking about photography itself and for me that's the most important part of what i do reaching out to photographers that i have respect for uh, and as soon as they were on board and were excited about the project then it was just move forward like as i was saying earlier it's one foot in front of the other. And as long as we can build it and put it out there, hopefully people will understand the message and yeah, get on board themselves and see the value in understanding photography itself, or at least understanding ourselves so we can use photography as a medium of expression. 100%. It's yeah, it's interesting. And I know, like I say, obviously you have been around the industry for a long time and that, and you know, so bringing something together is going to be, um, yeah, it's going to be really interesting. So yeah, I'm excited. I have over the years, I've lectured on photography history. I've delivered photography programs, both academically and privately. And I've also along the way been photographing weddings and personal projects and commercial work. And I feel like it's got to a point now where that I want to circle back round and move back into, for want of a better phrase, education. But it's again, strengthening this viewpoint um, or this idea of individuality. And I think Northern Exposure itself is just a, an extension of what it is that I've done in the past. Uh, yeah, so I'll link everything below. So I'll link to the website below and stuff. People can pre-register on there. Tickets will be on sale soon, I guess, right? Depending on when this goes out, they might already be on sale, but go and... Well, we're putting... Yeah. yeah, so there's going to be... Um, we're going to early bird the tickets as well. Um, so there'll be an early bird discount uh, for the day. Uh, the photo walks are free on the day before. So it's just the day, um, as I said, it's at the Tyneside Cinema. Yeah, Instagram's yeah. pretty active, so go and give Northern Exposure a follow. I'll link to that below as well. Um, yeah. You're doing a good job on there with um, with all the content and stuff. So, yeah, excited. Huh. And um, I'll and see I you. And I will be hosting. Nice. The host with the most. <laughs> That'll be good. And, yeah, and you're doing the interview with Kate then, right? You... And I'm going to be doing the interview with Kate as well. Cool. Which I think we're going to do that straight after lunch. Uh, we're going to sit down and we'll have a couple of chairs set up at the front of the uh, cinema um, and we can talk through her work and just have a conversation. And Kate being Kate, it might go off the rails a little bit. <laughs> well, it might go off the rails a lot, to be fair. So. <laughs> yeah, it'll be we're, interesting. We'll see way. what happens there. <laughs> yeah, Amazing. Well, thanks so much for your time, Ian. I mean, yeah, we'll 
I'll see you in March and uh, I'm excited. So yeah, just please, um, yeah. I'll link below. So yeah, go and give everyone a follow. Um, I'll link to Ian's stuff as well and Northern Exposure, obviously. So yeah, go give the Instagram a follow, grab a ticket and we'll see you in Newcastle in March. Absolutely, the 28th. But we're also doing, obviously you and I, we're doing some cross-promotion things as well with your photographers, Keeping It Real and Northern Exposure. And it's all about, um, yeah, just shooting yourself. Um, you know? Doing your own thing. Keep it keep it real, man. That's it. That's all that's all we want. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Cheers, Ian, mate. Cool. Thanks so much for your time. You're welcome. Cheers. Speak soon. Bye-bye. Okay.